Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. How is it being back in L.A.? It's, I mean, it's nice, but it's weird. And there is so much traffic here. Yes, it's picked up. It's horrible. Yeah. This is why I'm moving to to Ojai. Yep. They're used to those country roads. You're in the city now. I know. I miss my country roads. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in LA for the moment, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Today, we're going to talk about our recent realization that eight months ago, Fantasy Island wasn't even on our list of possible projects. Then I'll share how embracing the hate is making me happier at work. In Hits and Bombs, we've got a hit for a book about just work, and I give myself a recovery from my road trip bomb. Finally, this week's Hollywood Hack incorporates one of our favorite words, LARK. But first, we've got an update. In episode 198, Sarah suggested picking audiobooks and podcasts based on the reader's voice or the podcaster's voice. For instance, Sarah finds Sanjay Gupta's voice extremely relaxing. And we asked listeners for the readers you all like, and we got such a great response. Yes, we can't even include them all, but here's a selection. Angela suggested Hollywood Con Queen by Campsite Media. Yeah, which, Sarah, I actually listened to that podcast. I must say, I don't remember the narrator's voice, but I did love the podcast. So I also recommend that just based on the content. (laughs) And then Elizabeth said she likes Tom Hanks's narration of The Dutch House by Ann Patchett. Caroline Lee narrating Leanne Moriarty's books. Stalker Channing reading the Ramona series by Beverly Cleary. And Bonnie Turpin, who narrates The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas, and the Writer's Voice podcast by The New Yorker. So she had a lot of voices to suggest. Nice. And Corinne likes Is This a House for Hermit Crab, read by Eartha Kitt. That's for kids. Okay, I would love that. I'm not a kid, but... She has such a great voice. (laughs) Rebecca suggested listening to Phoebe Judge podcasts, Criminal, This is Love, and Phoebe Reads a Mystery. And Melinda suggested 99% Invisible with Roman Mars. I've seen Roman Mars speak, fun fact, Sarah. He has a podcast about architecture. Very interesting. Okay, Sarah, it's time for From the Treadmill Desk of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. This week, it's Sarah's recent realization that eight months ago, Fantasy Island wasn't even on our list of possible projects. Yes, when I got home from my 
epic four-day cross-country drive from Minnesota, I went in my office and looked at the whiteboard, and we had this long list of every project that was sort of remotely on our radar, and Fantasy Island wasn't even on it. I couldn't believe it. I know. You sent me a photo of it, and you're like, look, there's no Fantasy Island, and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh my God, it feels like we've... I mean been doing it for so long, and yet not very long ago, we didn't even know they were remaking Fantasy Island. Yeah. And I think maybe we'd had a phone call or something, but it hadn't made it to our official list at all. I was like, my jaw was on the floor. And now, Sarah, it's like every waking moment to us is about Fantasy Island. So it's just shows you like you never know what's going to happen. No, exactly. It's we had no idea as I was writing this list of projects on our whiteboard that in mere months it would just be Fantasy Island, Fantasy Island, Fantasy Island. And like when we wake up in the middle of the night, (laughs) I'm thinking about A stories and, you know, it's crazy. And of course, we had no idea that instead of hibernating at home, we would be buying one-way plane tickets to Puerto Rico. (laughs) I know. It is so bizarre. It's just more evidence you really never know what's around the corner, which is both comforting and disconcerting because, of course, you don't know if there's something good like Fantasy Island or something bad like an illness or a pandemic (laughs) um, around the corner. But for us, I mean... It's interesting because one thing I was thinking about it, Sarah, is we spent so much time during the pandemic working on projects that will never see the light of day. And I was just thinking this morning, like, damn, I wish we hadn't spent all that time working on those projects. I wish I'd been reading or hiking during that time. But because we don't know what's going to come to fruition, we just have to sort of keep marching forward. Yeah. And I actually do think that at some point, several of them will happen. Like, I don't... Yes, looking one at that for list, sure. I'm yeah. determined, like, a passion project will definitely move forward. But there were just, you know, because th- things come and go in our um, writer lives. Yes, and you really, again, never know what the thing is that's going to stick and what's not. But it is a reminder to really live in the moment and enjoy where you are as much as you can. Because it's funny, we've been talking about that for a Fantasy Island episode, just Mm -hmm. thematically. Yeah. Kind of spent the entire day yesterday talking about that. And it's so important. Like, just looking at that list on my whiteboard made me go, okay, I mean, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening right now. Like, I'm just (laughs) I mean, for goodness sake, Sarah, eight months ago, you were not like moving to Ojai was also not on your list of things. So, I mean, everything in your life in the mere eight months is like turned upside down and inside out. You know, it's just amazing (laughs) how much change can happen, especially in a year where it felt like nothing changed, you know, where every day was monotonous. (laughs) Look how much has changed. So, It's really fascinating. I mean, God knows, eight months from now, I mean, Fantasy Island season one will be done, and who knows what we'll be doing. Hopefully prepping for Fantasy Island season two. Exactly. No, it'll be done and will have aired. I mean, that's the interesting thing about this whole Fantasy Island process is it's been so (laughs) fast. The straight-to-series thing is very different. (laughs) Yes, 
than the sort of usual pilot process. I mean, it's like a bullet train. It really is. So yeah, who knows where we'll be in eight months? I mean, I'll be in Ojai. Yes, that much we know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Coming up, we'll talk about how I've learned to embrace the hate. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, Liz, it's time for Take a Hike, where we talk about mental, physical, and spiritual health. And today, it's mental health. Liz, I love this. You have recently decided to embrace the hate. So what exactly, what hate are are you embracing? What specific hate? Okay, Sarah, I hate pitching, as many writers do, by the way. Oh, yeah. And I don't mean pitching in the room. That I don't mind. I mean, when we have to go in, I've talked about this on the show, my beta blockers, the agony that of thinking this will be done by dinner, you know, the pitching like a story to executives. It's just a very nerve-wracking experience. Um, and I have decided on Fantasy Island, I just made a conscious choice, just like I decided I'm going to be a volunteer. Mm-hmm. I decided I am going to embrace pitching. I am just going to, if you can't get out of it, get into it. I am just going to pitch my heart out. So anytime that it comes up that somebody has to pitch. I have been volunteering to be the one to pitch. Which is great for me, because, of course, I hate pitching, too. <laughs> exactly. Everybody hates pitching. Most people. There are those who are just oh, artists true. at pitching. Kevin Williamson, for instance. I mean, he could literally pitch the phone book, and you'd, like, jaw on the ground. Totally. It's a wonder to behold. But anyway, I have been doing it, and I am finally getting comfortable now with it. Like I don't dread, I mean, I've only done it a few times, but even doing it a few times in a short period of time really changes the experience. I think the problem is so often like weeks and weeks, if not months go by between like a long pitch. Mm -hmm. Um, But we've just been having to do it rapidly again, because the show is going so fast. I'm embracing the hate. And you are finding that, in fact, as you do it more and more, you hate it less. Exactly. Yeah. And it's such a great feeling when it's done that it's, you know, it's I'm actually enjoying that. Makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something. Season one of Fantasy Island, I propose that you are the official pitcher. 
And then season two, I will embrace the hate. Ah, okay. I like it. That's a good plan. (laughs) That's a good plan. You can take a break and I will be the official pitcher of season two. Okay. So I'm just (laughs) going to continue on the path of the pitching path. Yes. And it's it's a selfless thing for me, Liz. I just really I, want just you for to me. get the experience. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. And Sarah, just to get serious, I mean, the reason why I wanted to embrace the hate is because I just didn't like the feeling that there was something at my job that I didn't feel comfortable doing. Right. It would sort of nag at me and even, you know, keep me up at night ruminating about it. And so I just wanted to move through that. And I really do feel more confident overall being a showrunner, feeling like I'm not trying to shirk any of the duties. So (laughs) it is helping my mental health greatly. Yeah. The funny thing is I often find that the things that start the worst for me end the best. So, you know, like when I first started knitting, I was like Mm. the world's worst knitter but I stuck with it and now I'm I'm not the world's best knitter, but I'm a good knitter. That's <laughs> and like, like, yeah. So you will be, I mean, you've always been, I think, a good pitcher, but like with this experience, you will become pitcher professional. Yes. Level. And of course, we're talking about pitching, but I think it does apply to so many things, right? Like if you anything that you hate doing, if you just force yourself to do it. My sister and I both hate driving, but my sister lives in New York City. And to get over driving, she forced Uh. herself to drive in New York City, which is one of the hardest places to drive. Even if you still don't enjoy it, at least you don't have to fear it. Because really, it's embracing the fear. I mean, I say embracing the hate, but it's really embracing the fear. Yes. As everything is. And then overcoming it. Yes. Yes. So good for you. Okay, it's time for hits and bombs because Hollywood is all about big hits and big bombs. And Sarah, I want to give a hit to a new book about how to make the workplace more just. It's called Just Work, Get Shit Done Fast and Fair. It's by Kim Scott, who also hosts the podcast Radical Candor. I'm reading it now and it's fantastic. And you know what? I just want to read the flap copy because it perfectly sums up what the book is. Uh, So I will do that. It says, Kim Scott offers strategies for everyone affected by workplace injustice. For those harmed, guidance on what to do. For observers, tips on becoming an upstander, not merely a bystander to harm. For those doing the harm, ways to recognize how their behavior may be damaging their team's ability to collaborate and how to change it. For leaders, suggestions for preventing injustice from occurring in the first place and what to do when, despite their best efforts, bad things happen. And it says, too often by failing to differentiate among bias, prejudice, and bullying, we respond ineffectively. And when the power gets layered on top, we must respond forcefully to set things right. Just work will help you diagnose the problem so you can solve it. So I love that because I feel like there's so much discussion about workplace injustice, toxic work environments, et cetera. But what do you do? You know, how practically do you recognize it and change it? And this book is really a roadmap to doing that. And it's also 
a good read as well. Yes. And you and Gretchen actually interviewed Kim and her business partner, Trier Bryant, on Happier. It's episode 317, in case anyone wants to listen. I'll definitely be listening. You held up the book, which our listeners can't see, but I can see. So I would like to read the book as well. Maybe you can bring it to Puerto Rico. I will do that. (laughs) And yes, Sarah, I should mention that Kim and Trier are actually starting a company where they, they help other companies incorporate this into the workplace. So it's it's really great. But Sarah, now that I have given my hit, I know you have a bomb for yourself. <laughs> Tell us about it. I do. I am so scattered. For work, it's okay because as we've talked about, we really are time blocking. There's a very focused time period for everything we're doing because it's like Zooms and phone calls and it's very regimented so I can focus. But with all the other stuff going on, like I had all the stuff from the trailer, from the trip, you know, I got in on a Monday afternoon and I've just been working ever since. So it's like there's stuff in the garage. There's stuff in every room in my house. I've unpacked some. I haven't unpacked other stuff. I have to pack for Puerto Rico where we're going in one week and one day. And like (laughs) every single day is so packed and I'm selling my house. So I'm like meeting with my real estate agent and have to figure out all of that kind of stuff. It's just like there is so much and I'm so scattered and have so little time. And of course, I'm also totally exhausted from the drive and the, you know, that I'm just like, uh, I just feel like I am a total mess. So, you know, it will pass, but it's very unpleasant right now. Well, I have to say, I don't even consider this a bomb because I think you've earned the right to be scattered. I'm amazed that you're even, you know, like keeping it together and showing up to meetings on time. Which I think I am. I think I am mostly. I'm impressed by your ability to to keep all of these plates spinning, even though it might feel like a few of them are going to shatter at any any second. <laughs> it really does. I will say that I am very much looking forward to being in Puerto Rico because I feel like everything then will be simple. It will just be like my house is going to get packed up. And if I don't have something, I'm going to have to just get it there. Yeah. And, you know, that will be that. And then it will get crazy again once we're back. But <laughs> yeah. that time I- I'm hoping will just be work and violent, work It'll and violent. Focused. And that's it. Yes. Yes. Coming up, we have a Lark Hollywood hack, but first, this break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, Liz, it's time for this week's Hollywood hack. Do something on a lark. We love the word lark. We call Fantasy Island our laborious lark to remind ourselves Mm -hmm. to have fun with it and enjoy the process. So in line with our 
Lark theme. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I applied for Violet to go to this school and oh, I really on a lark because I just thought, oh, it won't happen. Like it's kind of, it would be so amazing. But so why not just do it? Yeah, Sarah, I can attest to that. You sort of mentioned like, oh, I'm going to apply to this school. I don't know what'll happen, but it's so great. I'm just going to apply. And I was like, oh, okay. It was a lark. It was a lark and it wasn't mentally torturous. You know, it was just like, all right, just. Let's try it. And now suddenly we're (laughs) selling our house and moving to Ojai. And I'm so excited. Now, it's sort of like the just put it out there energy. Mm -hmm. I didn't put a lot of stressed out energy into it. I just was like, okay, here it goes. I'm going to put it out there. So now I'm going to think of things as lark energy. I love the lark energy. I'm going to put lark energy into this, not stress energy, lark energy. Oh my God, Sarah, I think we have a new personal symbol for you. I think it's the lark. (laughs) Oh, I like it. I don't know what larks look like. I don't either, but I'm going to find, I'm going to Google it as soon as we finish recording this episode. I'll tell you that. I like it. Approaching something with lark energy could be small, like get a coffee you have never tried before or something big, like put an offer on a house or apply for a job or a school in another city. Yeah, it's like just lark energy. Wake up and say, I'm going to have lark energy today. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) Lark energy. We're doing something with that. That's going to be our... That might have to be our new motto, Lark Energy. I love it. Okay. We're going to get Lark t-shirts. If they're, if they're cute, if if they're pretty birds. What if they're <laughs> yes. like really, really ugly birds? I know. We'll have, we'll, we, we're all about the Larks. We love them no matter what they look like. Okay. And that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And please subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck. Chuck Reed, king of remote recording. And thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing with Whole 30s, Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at S. Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Sarah, let's look up what larks look like. I hope they're they're pretty. I know. (laughs) Oh, they're cool looking. I like them. They have a little fun thing on their forehead. Oh, yeah. A flourish. The larks have a larky flourish. They do. You know what I was remembering? My even moving to L.A. was a lark. Yeah, it was. I remember. So we've been larks for a long time. I remember. You were like, I'm just moving to L.A. Ooh, the lark. What is this one? This one's cool. From the Onward Project.